And a very good evening to you from me, Father Emil. Welcome to As the Sun Sets. Well, I hope you've had a wonderful day, that all's been well with you. But in case things have not gone all that well, time for us just to settle down for a moment and just to refer to the Lord and thank the Lord for the gift of this day, the gift of life, the gift of air, the gift of just whatever we are and we thank the Lord and praise him as we come to the end of this day thank you so much for joining me Father Emil in this little program the evening prayer of the church as the Sun sets O God come to our aid O Lord make haste to help us glory be to the Father and to the Son and to the Holy Spirit as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Alleluia. This is songs of penance, Psalm 51. We all come from a place to get here. I'd like you to think about where you have walked, where your feet that are now standing on this holy ground have walked in times past. I'd like you to think about where your feet are today in your walk with the Lord. And I'd like you to think about where your feet must go in the future, where we have yet to walk in following Jesus. Let's sing this one more time, believing that if we walk with faith, our sins are forgiven, and we are empowered to follow Jesus fully everywhere we go. So sing it one more time. This is holy ground, we're standing on
Next verse says, holy hands. He's given us holy hands. He works through these hands, and so these hands are holy. I'd ask you to take your hands and extend them before you so that you can look at your own hands. Now, if you're honest, you know that your hands have not always been instruments for holiness. They've not always been instruments for the Lord. But the wonder of our faith, the miracle of Christianity, is that Jesus forgives us all of our sins, no matter how bad they may be. He always allows us to start afresh, to start over. And he uses our hands, the hands of frail, fragile, and even sinful people, to be his hands, to accomplish his task on the face of this earth. So let's sing, these are holy hands, with confidence, knowing that we have been forgiven, and that we must go forth to do the work of Christ. Wonderful is this knowledge of yours that you have shown me, Lord. Psalm 138, the Lord sees all things, a very beautiful psalm. O Lord, you search me and you know me. You know my resting and my rising. You discern my purpose from afar. You mark when I walk or lie down and all my ways lie open to you. Before ever a word is on my tongue, you know it, O Lord, through and through. Behind and before you besiege me, your hand ever laid upon me. Too wonderful for me this knowledge, too high beyond my reach. Oh, where can I go from your spirit or where can I flee from your face? If I climb the heavens, you are there. And if I lie in the grave, you are there. 
If I take the wings of the dawn and dwell at the sea's furthest end, even there your hand would lead me, your right hand would hold me fast. And if I say, let the darkness hide me, and the light around me be night, even darkness is not dark for you, and the night is as clear as the day. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. How wonderful is this knowledge of yours that you have shown me, Lord. I am the Lord who tests the mind and heart, and I give each one what their conduct deserves. For it was you who created my being, knit me together in my mother's womb. I thank you for the wonder of my being, for the wonders of all your creation. Already you knew my soul. My body held no secret from you when I was being fashioned in secret and molded in the depths of the earth. Your eyes saw all my actions. They were all of them written in your book. Every one of my days was decreed before one of them came into being. To me, how mysterious your thoughts, the sum of them not to be numbered. If I count them, they are more than the sand. To finish, I must be eternal like you. Oh, search me, God, and know my heart. Oh, test me and know my thoughts. See that I follow not the wrong path, and lead me in the path of life eternal. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. I am the Lord who tests the mind and heart. I give each one what their conduct deserves. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Let us give thanks to the Father, who has qualified us to share in the inheritance of the saints in light. He has delivered us from the dominion of darkness and transferred us to the kingdom of his beloved Son, in whom we have redemption, the forgiveness of sins. He is the image of the invisible God, the firstborn of all creation. For in him all things were created, in heaven and on earth, visible and invisible. All things were created through him and for him. And he is before all things, and in him all things hold together. He is the head of the body, the church. He is the beginning, the firstborn from the dead, that in everything he might be preeminent. For in him all the fullness of God was pleased to dwell, and through him to reconcile to himself all things, whether on earth or in heaven, making peace by the blood of his cross. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, 
as it was in the beginning, is now and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. All things were created in him, and he holds all things in being. Our Gospel reading this evening is from the Gospel according to Matthew chapter 7. Jesus said to his disciples, Beware of false prophets who come to you disguised as sheep, but underneath are ravenous wolves. You'll be able to tell them by their fruits. Can people pick grapes from thorns or figs from thistles? In the same way, a sound tree produces good fruit, but a rotten tree, bad fruit. A sound tree cannot bear bad fruit, nor a rotten tree bear good fruit. Any tree that does not produce good fruit is cut down and thrown on the fire. I repeat, you will be able to tell them by their fruits. Once again, Matthew is continuing to encourage his disciples at the end of the first century, and he's bringing them, uh, highlighting what Jesus said about the problems that they were experiencing at the end of the first century. The people who were the chief priests, the Pharisees, the people who knew the law, the people that uh, the people would have looked up to, were people who preached one thing and did another. And so Jesus says, listen, there are going to be people that are going to talk to you, the leaders, your leaders, and some of them will be good and some of them not so good. So he says they'll be like uh, trees producing good fruit or bad fruit. And this is, some are going to produce good fruit and others bad. He says some of them are like false prophets who come to you disguised as sheep but underneath are ravenous wolves. So um, Jesus is saying, just look at some of the people. Look at some of the people that are, you, that are leading you. They are like ravenous wolves. On the surface, they look very nice. They're wearing their garments and their uh, whatever it is on the outside. And you can look at them and say, oh, don't they look very holy? Don't they look very smart? And so on. But inside, it's, they're, they're like ravenous wolves. And Jesus, uh, many tomorrow we'll hear another story about this sort of thing. So. Jesus is really asking for genuineness. He's saying, look at people and be, uh, be wise as you look at people. And this is the way you're going to appreciate people for really who they are, is to look at their fruits. Look at the things they do and the things they say. This will indicate if they are ravenous wolves, if they are good trees or bad trees, if you see what I mean. And so Jesus is really trying to encourage his disciples and and so is Matthew, as he writes to his disciples at the end of the first century. Because 
what people were experiencing was the the bad fruit really of the people at the time of the leaders at the time and so Matthew and Jesus are really saying to their disciples you'll judge people according to their fruits and so we must ask ourselves what are our fruits what is the fruit that we bear in our lives and are we bearing good fruit or bad fruit are we are we seeing our leaders, the leaders in the church and leaders in society for that matter, are we seeing them as people who are producing good fruit or bad fruit? I mean, uh, I mean I, when you look at the world today and even some church leaders and so on, they really leave much to be desired. They preach one thing, but they live another. And we've got to try and crack through this insincerity, this falseness, and see that if people are preaching the gospel, we should be living the gospel, or at least trying to live the gospel in our lives. Yes, we've got to be understanding and forgiving and so on, but Jesus is really saying, you can tell people by their fruits. On the surface, people will always seem very beautiful and uh, like beautiful sheep and so on, but deep down inside, they are like ravenous wolves. They say one thing with the tone of their voice, they, they say it and, and it seems very beautiful and seems very nice, but deep down there's a hidden agenda. You read between the lines, there are people who really want to stab you in the back. <laughs> Those are the sort of people that Jesus was referring to now. And he's saying, you'll tell people and you'll tell the good people by their fruits. And so let's ask the Lord to help us to live good lives. Let's ask the Lord to help us to, to live the values of the gospel so when we do that people will see our fruits and be able to refer back to us who are trying to live according to the values of the gospel, who are trying to live according to what Jesus spoke about on the Sermon on the Mountain. It's when we try to put those things, blessed are the pure in heart and so on, when we try to put those things into action honestly and sincerely that we will notice the fruits we will notice who people really are but be very careful says Jesus and Matthew now for those people who on the surface seem very nice very wonderful but deep down inside them ravenous wolves bad fruit Jesus says I repeat you will be able to tell them by their fruits and so I pray that you and I will ask the Lord forgiveness for the times we produce bad fruits. But let's ask, ask the Lord for the grace to live our lives in such a way that we produce good fruits, which will lead people to Jesus, and that somehow our actions will be authentic, that we are going to be authentic in our lives by the things we say and do, that we won't be ravenous wolves, that we won't be... Uh, uh, bad trees trying to pr produce good fruit, but good fruit, good trees producing good fruit. It's a challenge, and so let's ask the Lord for the grace to be what he has asked us to be. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Hide us in the shadow of your wings. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. 
Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit. Guard us, Lord, as the apple of your eye. Show the power of your arm, Lord. Put down the proud, and exalt the lowly. My soul proclaims the greatness of the Lord, and my spirit rejoices in God my Saviour. For he has looked with favour on his lowly servant, and from this day all generations will call me blessed. The Almighty has done great things for me. Holy is his name. He has mercy on those who fear him in every generation. He has shown the strength of his arm. He has scattered the proud in their conceit. He has cast down the mighty from their thrones and has lifted up the lowly. He has filled the hungry with good things and has sent the rich away empty. He has come to the help of his servant Israel, for he has remembered his promise of mercy, the promise he made to our fathers, to Abraham and his children, forever. Glory be to the Father, and to the Son, and to the Holy Spirit, as it was in the beginning, is now, and ever shall be, world without end. Amen. Show the power of your arm, Lord, Put down the proud, and exalt the lowly. Now let us ask the Father from whom every family in heaven and on earth takes its name, to send the Spirit of his Son into our hearts as we pray. Lord, in your mercy, hear our prayer. O Lord, the Creator and Redeemer of all humankind, we humbly pray for people of every race in every kind of need. Make your ways known to them, and reveal your salvation to all nations. And may the whole church be guided and governed by your Holy Spirit, and let all who call themselves Christians be led into the way of truth, and hold the faith in unity of spirit. We commend to your fatherly goodness all who are afflicted or distressed. Comfort and relieve them according to their needs, and grant them the love and consolation of your spirit. And Father, give her of, give a place of life and rest to those who have died in your peace. May we share with them in the glory of Jesus Christ, who died to save us all. Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. Remember your people, Lord, and show them mercy. As you satisfy the hungry with food from heaven, enrich our poverty from your abundance. We make our prayer through our Lord Jesus Christ, your Son, who lives and reigns with you and the Holy Spirit as God forever and ever. Amen. And now may the blessing of Almighty God, the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit come down upon you and remain with you always.
morning when I awake, I'll call out your name while I'm in prayer in the stillness of morning when the sun starts to rise. I'll hear your voice, knowing you're there. In the stillness, I'll find you with arms open wide, lovingly gentle and kind. In the stillness, you'll hold me. And give me your love, faithfully, peacefully each time, each time in the stillness. In the stillness. Of noontime, when life weighs me down, I'll turn once again and call out Your name. In the stillness of noontime, You give me the strength to stand out in faith, enduring the pain. In the stillness, I'll find you with arms open wide, lovingly gentle and kind. In the stillness, you'll hold me and give me your love, faithfully, peacefully each time. In the stillness
It's foolish time in the stillness. In the stillness. In the stillness. Rico Mark Hargreave, Hargrave, and in the stillness. Well, that brings us to the end of our evening prayer. Thank you so much for uh, being with me for this last half hour. And remember, let's try and show one another that we really are growing on sound trees, so to speak, that we have good fruit and we show forth in our lives love and compassion, goodness, forgiveness, understanding, and those sorts of things. Those should be the fruits, the good fruits that we show in our lives. Well, that's about all we have time for. Please don't forget our competition. We've got about a week left, and uh, we're going to have the draw on the 1st of July. Competition is for two people. To Whoever wins is going to be able to take two people on the pilgrimage to Rome and Assisi in September with me. Tickets are 300 rand, and all you need to do is enter by sending in an SMS to 41809, begin with the word Rome, followed by your name, and somebody will get back to you with all the banking details. Who knows, you might be very lucky, so let's see whether we can't reach at least the thousand mark, the thousand tickets sold. So from me, Father Emil, that's all we have time for. It's goodbye, and God bless. <laughs>